0: Hi, hello, how are you? Welcome, sunshine, to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Jebel, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, transformational nutrition coach, registered diagnostic medical sonographer, and successful six-figure entrepreneur. I am obsessed with helping women navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively up-level your life starting today. Looking back on our first date brings the biggest smile to my face and still gives me so many butterflies. After greeting me with that sexy, deep, hello voice and the biggest bear hug ever, you fed me sushi because I didn't and still don't know how to use chopsticks. Three hours later, I knew my life had changed forever. You are my biggest supporter, my confidant, my best friend, my greatest challenge. Your kindness, your heart, and your mind inspire me to be a better woman. I deeply respect and admire your love and balance of fitness and your career as a fireman. Your crooked smile and your genuine positivity is contagious. I'm still not quite sure how I got so lucky. I promise to try and keep your laundry folding and shower scrubbing to a minimum. I promise to always remind you when you are right. I promise to try and be quiet during your mid-afternoon naps. I promise to never actually tell you how much I spend at Lululemon or Sephora. I promise to always burn dinner so you won't let me cook it. But most of all, I promise to support you in all your endeavors. I promise to uncontrollably belly laugh with you. I promise to cry with you. I promise to love you. And I promise to be open and honest to grow as one with you. Every day we are together is the greatest day of my life. I vow to grow old by your side as your love and your best friend. I will always be yours. I love you. Ooh, I haven't read those vows in five years. So I sat down to do this episode and I was like, I wonder if I have anything from my wedding five years ago. And I have nothing here in Colorado. Everything of mine is in Arizona. So I just kind of Googled wedding on my phone and the list of songs came up. That we had for our wedding, and also my vows, and I thought that was an appropriate way to start this episode. Now, I said those vi- vows five years ago on eleven eleven, and a handful of you who listened to this podcast were at my wedding, and um, it was a very cold day, about thirty-two degrees in upstate New York. It was one of the most beautiful days of my life. I had family and friends from all over the United States to join on the special day. Um, And I promised to do this once. I promised to be the best wife through thick and thin, no matter what. I don't break promises, but I follow my heart. I married somebody amazing. He is a great man, but he was not my person. We fell in love in the bodybuilding world and we moved very quickly. And I'm not saying if you move quickly that things won't work out, but for us, it just didn't. We didn't know who we were as individuals. Um, and you cannot come together and have a healthy relationship if you don't know who you are without the other person. I was in a very dark spot when I met him. I had rebounded very bad after a bodybuilding show and he, he saved me. He, he saved me. And the truth is we all have a story and it's not always date and get married and buy a house and have babies and live happily ever after before age 30. It's interesting how I always used to think that that was the perfect life. There is no perfect life. There is no perfect person. And today I wanna talk to you about life being a combination of heartbreak and joy. It's a cocktail and we all like cocktails. And it's so funny because my ex-husband and I have a different relationship now. It's been five years. Most of you don't know this, but when I moved to Colorado in January, he actually helped me move out of a very toxic situation. And, um, he stayed with me for a little while before he, he got his place here in Colorado and got established as a fireman and all sorts of things. So it was interesting. I just always know that I could call him. I love him as a human, but not as my person. Like, it's just one of those things. And I can't explain this to you besides that I'm so grateful that he was in my life i'm grateful that i know that i could call him if i needed something and it took us a long time to get there you guys like after we went our separate ways i moved to california he was still in dc and we waited a while to see each other and you know you're gonna have those moments of regret like should i have tried harder should i have done this like you're gonna have that for years we actually met up a few times over the last few years just to see if there was anything between us And there was nothing. You guys, we could literally sleep in the same bed next to each other. And just like, that was it. Like, didn't even like, there was just no chemistry, no spark, no nothing. And maybe you're going through this right now. Maybe your husband is sleeping in the other bedroom right now. Maybe you're trying to figure out if you should go to counseling or if you should call it quits. And my heart goes out to you because it is not easy. There is no one size fits all when it comes to marriage or relationships. And there's nobody that knows best other than yourself. So do I highly encourage therapy and talking and not just letting years crumble down the drain? Absolutely. But marriage is tough and no one can prepare you for a lifetime with someone. One day you'll meet someone that, you know, does help you want to grow in life and will be that person. But remember, they're not perfect. Now, did I think I'd spend the next five years in the dating world? Hell no. Y'all, I thought I was a catch. I was like, oh, you know, I'll find my person real quick. Okay, so it's not about being a catch. It's about creating space for that person. And I'm only now realizing that I have not left enough room in my life to meet that person. I just haven't. I've have been I've been chasing my dreams, which I love for me, but I can't I can't do that and then ask why I haven't met that person when I haven't created space for them. Now, Over these past five years, I've dated some wonderful people and love comes and goes. It has highs and lows like everything in life, but there are no two love experiences that are the same. They don't affect you in the same way. They just don't. And I'm sure you guys can relate to this, whether you've been married before or just dated long-term, it's different every single time. And love is without question life's greatest experience, but it's the most challenging as well. It's scary when you've been alone for a long time to let somebody back in, right? It's really, really hard. And I mentioned this in a podcast not too long ago that the person I dated at the beginning of 2022 showed me how to love again. You know, I I, I didn't know how long he'd be in my life. I didn't know what that looked like, but I truly let my walls down. I feel like for the first time I fought for somebody. Now back to when I was married, I met him in 2017. We were or sorry 2015 we dated for a couple of years and then got married or whatever it, it did all move very quickly but there's more to life than just bodybuilding and there's more to life than things you share in common but there's also more to life than love like you have to have things that you enjoy doing together otherwise you're gonna spend your free time apart so think about that you know, I always say write down the list and become the list. And I only most recently started becoming my list and attracting the right people into my life. Now, if you were like me, we were in a toxic relationship. You know, I, 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 if you're with somebody that brings out a side of you that you don't like, don't point fingers at them. Look in the mirror. You know, it took me a long time to look in the mirror and realize I was furious friendly and I was scared of myself. I didn't know how to show up and I wasn't the best wife. I worked three jobs. I, to pay for the wedding, to pay for the bills. So, you know, to encourage him to chase his dreams. And I have this thing about me that I know and I always see the best in people, but I can't, I can't be your number one fan if you're not your number one fan, you know? So maybe you're that fire in the relationship and maybe it just feels heavy sometimes because you're constantly like, you can do it. You can do it. You know, being a cheerleader is great, but not all the time. So... If you're fearing something right now or you're afraid of a change, you're probably coming close to an edge, a personal edge, and this is only going to push you to a new level. And that discomfort is to remind you that you're going somewhere new, and new is good. These painful experiences, the anxiety, the trauma, they're messengers, and they're going to catapult you into the next level, the next phase of your of your life if you let it. There is nobody who's perfect. Nobody. And if you don't want to work on your marriage or your relationship right now because you think the grass is greener on the the other side or you see this hot girl in the gym or somebody else is sliding in your DMs, I offer you a moment to step away from all of that and really, really take a hard look in the mirror. Because if you're willing to leave your significant other for somebody else, it's just, it's, it's showing a couple of things. For me... It shows that you don't want to look in the mirror. It shows that you're pointing fingers and you don't think you have anything else to work on, um, because you're kind of taking the easy way out. I'm, I'm, I'm here for this. So, without going into too much detail, I was in a relationship quickly after my marriage. And it was the, somebody the exact opposite of my ex-husband. So he was very vocal and I loved that about him until he got mad, right? And then I dated somebody who like didn't communicate and didn't really talk at all. And I was like, oh my God, it's like talking to a wall. But I went for the polar opposites. So right now you might be getting attention from somebody that's not your significant other that maybe is the exact opposite of your significant other. But that doesn't make either of them good or bad or better for you. That means you don't know what you want. That means you haven't worked on you and you're looking for somebody to complete you. Your partner should compliment you, not complete you. So if you don't feel whole without this person, you need to be alone. And I have plenty of friends right now that are afraid of being alone, that are keeping the wrong person around or sleeping around or doing things that that just don't serve them. We... Deny that we have to feel joy to feel heartbreak, and we have to feel heartbreak to feel joy. It's it's all about perspective and creating a life that you love. If you deny what you need and what you want, and looking in the mirror, life's gonna respond by smacking you in the face with a two by four. You know, it's gonna look like anxiety. It's gonna look like divorce and sleepless nights and illness and debt, low self esteem a good old fashioned midlife crisis. I don't care how old you are. But if you lean into the moments of why am I, you know, why am I wondering what it's like to be with somebody else? Or why aren't I working on my marriage? Or have I worked enough to know like, this is not my person. And y'all, there's nothing that I can tell you, like, there's no feeling I can tell you that I felt like, I don't know how to put this into words besides like, I remember calling my parents, like, divorce is not a word that people wear on their forehead or wear as a name tag. Like, it's just not something anybody really wants to go through. But you know, the beauty of the past five years of dating people, I love when I meet guys that have been divorced. They know, they get it. They know what they want. It's a different type of alignment. So I like punished myself for filing for divorce and for saying this isn't my person for so many years that now it's liberating, it's freeing. I love that I've t- asked me if I've been divorced. Hell yeah, I've been divorced. Let me tell you all about it. And often we don't embrace these traumatic experiences, whether it be, you know, maybe your mom and dad neglected you when you were younger, maybe you've been through physical abuse or sexual abuse, or like I said, divorce, or you're just used to people leaving or dying. These are all ha- things are all happening for you. It doesn't feel like it in the moment. I get it. But the truth is meant for those who are willing to look at any situation. And find the courage to step away from it. Look at it from a different point of view. Know that your future you is going to thank you for this. For creating the space to see this differently. Because you're not your current circumstances. You are completely separate from it. You are not even your body. You're a soul within your body. And if you can connect to yourself and find what's true for you right now, that's all that matters. The only version the world needs of you is the one that you are right now. And it's painful. It's painful. It's painful to wake up and ask the questions, dig inside of yourself. If you're thinking about looking through his phone or you're following him to work or you got a tracker on his car, I don't know how crazy you are. I know somebody, an old friend of mine that did something to her husband's keyboard so she could like follow his keyboard strokes to see if she was he was emailing somebody are you kidding me i'm not smart enough for that if you're doing that or if you're putting masks on in a new relationship that you just met this person a couple weeks ago and you're already walking on eggshells honey it may be painful to look in the mirror right now but it's going to be even more painful 5 years down the road when you've completely lost yourself don't do that to yourself and like I said in the beginning, there's different love experiences. I love Aaron differently than I love Remy, differently than I love my parents differently. You love people different. And these people leave an imprint on your heart. But all love experiences serve you, even if it hurts. The only person that love doesn't serve is the one who becomes resentful when love makes its departure. Right? Right? Think about all the planes on the runway. They're all leaving. They're going to different destinations. That's your, that's love in your life right now. It's coming, but it's also going. There should be no disappointment in this. This is life. This is our human experience. And it's hard because we have trouble separating things like love and sex. I said to somebody the other day, I said, I have to process when I meet somebody new because I don't know if I love them or I love how they make me feel. And those are two very different things. Like we can love a lot of humans. I love, I love a lot of people. I just, I just have so much love to give. I love to give. But then I also love how certain people make me feel. So say your love language is like words of affirmation. You might love somebody in a different way because they meet your love language, right? Which is why it's important to talk about love languages with your significant other. So every love experience is is different, right? But knowing when it's healthy is a whole different ball game. And healthy comes from looking in the mirror. How does this person compliment me? Where can we grow together? Can we communicate? Can we talk about money? Are we in alignment when it comes to kids and marriage? Y'all, the world is a different place these days. I pray someday that kids are in my future. But if they're not, they're not. And if you have kids right now, know that they need you more than ever. But they need you to show up as you. And you can't show up as you if you're torn, if you're thinking about a divorce, if you're somebody else is sliding in your DMs and you're getting attention just because you're not getting it from somebody else who's lying in bed with you at night. I get it. I've been there. So think about the difference of, between love and sex. And what does blending these two look like? So love alone and sex alone is not going to bring you happiness. How many of you have had a one-night stand? Were you happy in the morning? Maybe. Maybe not. How many of you have been so in love with somebody, but you didn't have that intimate connection in bed? I've been there. I admitted on one of my podcast I didn't even admit I told you guys that I had never masturbated until age 31. okay I told you that I just didn't look at sex as like something that I needed. I prided myself in not needing it and going two years without it and like y'all no you need that okay just just don't even listen to me. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, 30s have been the best years of my life. they've also been the most trying. But thinking that this this upcoming Friday, the 11-11 will be my five years, I was like reflecting back on this and because that's how you learn, right? So if love alone doesn't make you happy and sex alone doesn't make you happy, what does? And it's blending the two. It's a state of mind, of a connection, of meaningful conversation. Now, I don't know about you guys, I haven't found the book that says this guy's the one for you or this girl's the one for you. It's living and learning. Go back and listen to a lot of my podcast episodes. I'm like, oh, I met the one. Nah, next. <laughs> Moved across the country for a stranger. Next. <laughs> I'm going to meet my husband in Germany. Next. <laughs> I got married once and only once. Lies. Like It's fine. It's just makes me who I am. But love and sex together brings out this creative, artistic nature of a person, believe it or not. The most creative people in this world are in love and have great sex. So if you know this, I mean, don't go seeking it, leave space to receive it. But this means memories of love and relationships that served us in one way or another, they never pass. They're always within us. They linger. They guide us. They influence us long after they're gone. These people are gone. So my ex-husband, he's been gone five years. They're still guiding influences that he has on my life. And I acknowledge that and I recognize that. Every person who's been moved by a genuine, loving soul, because, you know, we don't just fall in love with mean people. Maybe, you know, at the core, they're not very good people. That happens too. But all of these people leave imprints on our hearts. And even the memories of love lift us to a higher creative state. Believe it or not. So... Today, I thought it would be interesting to ask you guys to throw out a love bomb. And I never heard about what a love bomb was. I read this a while back. But it's an exercise. And it's literally you blast the whole room with love. You know, some people look at a picture and they think this golden, they they see this golden light of like joy. And like, that's the beauty of pictures, right? I look back on my Europe photos and it brings me, it fills my cup right up, right away. Like the people that I interacted with. A love bomb is literally sending love out to the world. It's one of those resources that the more we give, the more we receive. And maybe you don't love who you're lying in bed with at night right now. Maybe you don't love their actions. But we're all human and we're all here to have a human experience. And that looks different for each and every one of us. So if you're questioning things and you're wondering about things and you're just, you're angry and you're mad and you're confused and you're considering divorce, but maybe counseling, take a moment surrender just let it go for a minute and then blast the entire universe with love it simultaneously sends it right back to you because you deserve it even in these tough times if you start to get angry or frustrated with somebody just come back and remind yourself you know what i already sent love to you today i thought that was powerful how many people flip us off or slam the door in our face or whatever and i just giggle like there's nothing that gets aroused out of me anymore So send a love bomb. Maybe it's to the Uber driver or somebody in line for the porta potty We are all part of each other. We're all connected. And it's okay to not know. I'm an advocate for divorce and I'm an advocate for marriage. I'm an advocate for joy and I'm an advocate for heartbreak. Because it's all serving you. And like I said, love comes and goes, but there are no two love experiences that are the same. Our painful experiences are catapulting us to where we're supposed to be. And if we can embrace this cocktail of joy and heartbreak, we can have the true human experience. And I love this for each one of us. It looks different for each one of us. I love you all so much. I am far from a therapist, but I try to leverage my life story and what's made me who i am to help somebody to reach somebody to touch somebody's heart if there's just one line you take out of this maybe something changes in your life today because you heard this that's it i never ever want anybody to feel bad for me or just nothing i just don't want that i just do this for you and i hope one of you takes something from this please know that there are no perfect people but you are perfect just the way that you are. And the world needs you just so. I love you all so much. I'm here for you. You are not alone. I've been through it. And if I haven't been through it, I'll send you to somebody who's been through it. Just reach out to me. Say hello. I answer every single message I ever get. Please leave a review if you like this podcast. I'm trying so hard to reach more and more people. I freaking love this platform and I love you. Have a beautiful day, friends. Remember, drink your water, eat your veggies, smile, be kind, give back.